Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Hot Topic News, bringing you the hot topic news in the world today. I am Alexander Heidenreich. I am your would-be host, and I hope that people continue to tune in for my podcast, continue to hit subscribe, like, follow, share, support, and all of that good stuff. Okay, so today... We're going to be coming to you talking about education, uh, the cost thereof, uh, prison, the cost thereof, some comparisons, uh, and some statistics. Uh, So first and foremost, let me start out by saying, ladies and gentlemen, that America, the land of the free, uh, liberty and justice for all, uh, has the highest rate of incarceration in the world. We house a whopping 24, almost 25% of the entire world's incarcerated population. We house more people in prison in the land of the free with liberty and justice for all than communist China, ladies and gentlemen. Communist China only houses 1.7 million of the world's incarcerated population. Uh, In contrast to America's 2.2 million as of July 2021 per Statistica.com. So, with all that being said, how does this correlate to you, the regular person, the regular taxpayer? Because uh, it costs the taxpayers yearly about $80 billion per year uh, for corrections in America. $80 billion with a B, ladies and gentlemen. Billion with a B a year. $80 billion a year. So, let's switch over now to, to school. Uh, did you know a little fun fact that America uh, as a country only spends about $13,000 a year um, per student, K through 12, uh, for education? In contrast to that, the average per inmate per year to house and to, to you know, feed, uh, clothe, you know, everything per inmate per year is between 25 and 30,000 per year per inmate. So here we are as a country spending almost double what, uh, on prison per prisoner, what we are on school per student. Um, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we wonder as a country, why is our recidivism rate so high? Why is our, our, our prison system so packed full of people? Um, one thing I think is, 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 is a pivotal, pivotal part of it is our lack of emphasis and priority on education here in America. Did you know that the NBA pays the average NBA star around $7 million a year. Uh, Our average teacher salary in America per year is around $60,000. What's wrong with this picture, ladies and gentlemen? We are paying some schmuck uh, $7 million a year to run a ball up and down a court dribbling it, okay, for entertainment purposes, but we are only paying the people who are educating the youth of our nation, our children, the future of our country, a mere 60 racks a year. What is wrong with this? Shame on us, America. So, another thing that I'd like to tell people is that recidivism, recidivism, 
actually accounts for as much as 10% of the annual prison cost. Now, this this to me not only is 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 insane because we could so fight recidivism if we really tried as a country, ladies and gentlemen, but it highlights the need for more rehabilitation and community integration, i.e. re-entry. Okay, so, I mean, until we start doing better in all these areas as a country, then, then mass car- incarceration and the cost thereof, the $80 billion a year, again, that the taxpayers are paying, um, is, 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 it's just going to keep going. It's never going to stop. You know what I mean? Um, we need to do better, America. We need to do better. We need to put more emphasis on educating our children. We need to put more emphasis on paying our teachers, um, who are educating our children. And, and, and we need to stop funding mass incarceration. Stop the new Jim Crow. Stop all of the madness do you know how many people are locked up right now in this country for for just minor uh drug offenses that are in prison that should be in rehab somewhere that should be getting drug counseling or some type of social intervention to get their minds right but you know what america does ladies and gentlemen we just lock them up we're just like hey you know what you're going to prison dude and oftentimes we then house those people with violent offenders uh, because of whatever technicality or slip through the system, okay? Those very same just drug offenders who started out non-violent drug offenders, okay, they go to a violent prison where they're then forced to become violent individuals just to survive. So then the government unleashes the people who they've supposed to been correcting but actually made worse because they made them now violent they unleash them on you the taxpayers the very people who are paying to rehabilitate them you know so it's it's a crazy uh almost paradoxical situation ladies and gentlemen we need to do better we need to stop this how does it make sense to any of my listeners right now that America, the land of the free, uh, has the highest rate of incarceration worldwide. The highest. We house 24% of the world's incarcerated fucking population. Are you serious right now, ladies and gentlemen? 24% of the whole world's incarcerated population is in America, the land of the free. Dude, we house more people in prison than communist China. A communist country actually has less people in prison than our democratic home of the free. Okay? If this is not uh, insanity at its best, I don't know what it is. Okay? Uh, So, we need to do better. And one of the things that we need to do better at, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you're probably listening to me like, okay, Mr. Know-it-all, so what do we do to stop it? What we need to do is make re-entry, reintegration into society, reassimilation into American society easier for the people getting out. Okay, 
And I say that as somebody who did 17 years myself in prison. I did 17 years in the joint, uh, seven of which behind uh, the walls in solitary confinement, which is going to be a whole nother segment. (laughs) You know what I mean? So my point is, when I was released from prison uh, in, in 2017, you know, and I got out, and even though I was wanting to to do right, I was wanting to to walk my parole and get a job and do all of the things that I was supposed to be doing as an individual to better myself and uh, reassimilate into society. I was again and again not given full opportunity, and I say that because I've had so many people. Um, since I've been out of prison who were like, Hey, we're not going to hire you because you're a felon. Hey, we're not going to, uh, rent to you because you're a felon. Hey, we're not going to give you a shot because you're a felon. And, and, you know, my argument in, in my case is always, Hey dude, you know, my last felony was 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, 2008. I've been out of the joint since 2017. I've been off parole since 2019. Uh, how am I not eligible to be hired? Well, because I have a felony and that stays on your record. So regardless of if you're out and you're done with your time, your time is not done with you. The system is not done with you. The system is going to continue to suppress your involvement, your growth, your reintegration into society through it's 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 complacently or it's complacency and compliance in, in, in all of the discrimination and disenfranchisement of ex-felons, okay? And, and what I mean with that statement is this. A lot of states, you can't vote if you're a felon. You can't vote, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Uh, that right in a lot of states, once you get a felony, is gone. You've lost it. You're not going to get it back. Now, uh, in my case, like me, for example, uh, I live in Missouri, and Missouri uh, is fortunately a state that, that, that does reinstate that, right? Like me, I have the right to vote back. I have the right to be on a jury trial uh, or, or to be on a jury trial. Yeah, right. To be part of a jury trial. <laughs> no, to, to be a juror on a jury trial. Okay. Um, but in a lot of states, uh, people aren't that fortunate. Uh, there are people or not people, but I'm sorry, states that do not ever reinstate your right to vote after a felony, okay? Um, but yet you, uh, the person who can't vote, the person who can't uh, seek full employment in, in, in all areas, and all sectors, the person who cannot rent homes or even apply for Section 8 housing uh, because of felonies, um, uh, you are expected to... to adhere fully and, and, and comply with the legislation that is put in place by people who you cannot even fucking vote into office because you are a felon. Is that, is that not ludicrous? I mean, am I the only person that that just doesn't fucking make sense to you? I mean, tell me I am not the only person. Okay. So, uh, my point being is we need to do better with all these things. You know, I'm not going to just sit here and just keep on ranting and raving about all the woes and injustices. What I am wanting to rant and rave about is how we're going to fix those injustices, how we're going to fix those woes. Okay. And I challenge my, my listeners. I, I challenge my, my listeners right now to, to listen really closely and, and, and try to ponder my words and, and really delve into yourself. 
anyone listening right now, have you ever done anything wrong? Have you ever uh, stolen something, lied, committed a crime, maybe you didn't go to jail for it, maybe you didn't get caught, you know, whatever the case is. My point being is nobody is completely innocent, nobody's hands are completely uh, uh, clean, everybody makes mistakes, everybody grows, evolves, um, either learns from them or doesn't, okay? And, and my point being is we cannot continue to look down our noses at people uh, and, 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 and ridicule them and continue to ostracize them from society based on a past mistake that they've already paid their time or paid their debt for. They've done their time. They've went to prison. They've done their parole. They've gotten out and they're done. We should not continue to ostracize those people. Okay, and until we stop that, okay, until we we really start to challenge ourselves and look at it from a perspective of what if this was me? What if I was the guy applying for this job right now being told, hey, I can't have this job that I otherwise qualify for because I caught a felony over a decade ago that I'm done with, that I'm done with my time with, that I'm done with parole, okay? Put yourself in that guy's perspective before you make that choice the next time, okay? And I challenge everybody, if you work for a company that is not felon-friendly, if you work for a company that, that ostracizes felons or, or, or discriminates against felons, then stand up for those people. You know, uh, all that is needed for evil to prosper is for good man to sit by and do nothing, that is it. That's 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 a summary of a quote, <laughs> my summary, but that's a quote. But but uh, my point being when you sit by and you watch things that are unjust, immoral, illegal, inhuman or 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 any other uh, theory, <laughs> you know, uh, and when you sit by and watch those things happen complacently doing nothing, you are just as guilty of that as the person doing it because you could have stopped it and you did not, okay? So I challenge people, you know, uh, if you work for a company that discriminates against felons, doesn't want to hire felons, I challenge you, hey, hey, stand up for them. Say, hey, man, what's up with this? And this policy's wrong, man. Let's 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 change this, man. Let's do better. Let's do better, America. You know, uh, we want mass incarceration to end. We want crime to go down. We want uh, all these these social justices and 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 you know everything to be fixed. But we don't want to do what's needed as a country to fix it. Okay, you know. Um, Let's do better, America, okay? I, I really, really challenge everybody just to put yourself in somebody else's shoes before you make a choice, like, to discriminate against a ex-felon, okay? You know, um, it's cliche, you know, and I'm even going to say this on this, this podcast, uh, but you know, it's kind of almost like, what would Jesus do? You know what I mean? I mean, in the Bible, it even says, remember felons, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't treat people like that. It says this in the Bible. I mean, Paul was a felon. He persecuted Christians and 
turned him over for execution uh, when he was still Saul before his his epiphany on the road to Damascus, you know, um, uh, before he actually became Paul and was used to write 13 of the, 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 the New Testament books, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, dude, this is crazy, Moses was a murderer, he was used by God to bring the fucking Ten Commandments off Mount Sinai, but yet a company can't use a felon to deliver some fucking furniture. Are you serious right now? So what's that company saying? Are they better than God? Do they not believe in God? Because these same people who run these companies who are discriminating against prisoners are the same people that are going to church alleging that they worship a God that tells them not to discriminate against prisoners. It's freaking insanity. So anyway, I just want everybody to think about these things that I brought to, to, to my listeners' attention today. I'm really, really happy um, that I'm getting getting listeners and that people are tuning in to the craziness that is Hot Topic News and Alexander Heidenreich, <laughs> you know. And I, I just, I hope people continue to, to, to keep listening, keep tuning in, keep liking, keep sharing, keep following, keep supporting. And uh, until next time, this is... Alexander Heidenreich, Hot Topic News.